This is a Nebula Free Radio production. Bitch, man, the shit that I've been through. Let me just say that I'm at the point now where I'm like, I never, ever, 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 never want to ever have to be dependent on anyone ever again. I am 40 fucking years old. And I still live with my mom. And I still have to depend on her for me to subsist in this world. And that is pathetic. And I went through something Friday. And I just reached a point where I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? And I don't want to go into all of the details. I'll start charging y'all ass just to hear the bonus episodes and you know i'll talk about it on there like i'll charge your ass for extra information <laughs> like y'all not gonna just get everything y'all listen to the bonus episode bitch pay for that bitch subscribe or something okay oh my god this woman been tripping about every little thing. And it all comes down to the fact that I'm living in her house as a trans. You know, she doesn't like that. She's, she's, she lives in 1940 and 2022. You know, it's just, it's no other way to put it. You know, she watches me TV. She's stuck in the past. She revels in the days and in the heydays of when my grandmother was alive. And <laughs> our grandmother was <laughs> Oh my goodness. It, it is, you know, my mom reminds me a lot. And I, the water boy with Adam Sandler, the first time I saw that movie, um, Kathy Bates, um, Adam Sandler's mom on there, Bobby Boucher's mom, mama reminded me of my own mama. That, that was my mom. I related to that story so much. I related to Bobby Boucher too. It's like I was Bobby and, Kathy Bates is my mom. You know, if Kathy Bates wasn't nominated for some type of award for that, she should have been. The Academy is such a sham anyway, but I felt that movie. Not just it was because it was funny as hell. And one of my favorite movies. And, you know, I still quote some of those lines from the movie. <laughs> but Kathy Bates is my mom from The Waterboy, you know. That's how she is. But mix it with like Archie Bunker, you know, Carol Connor, and you know, how um, every 1960s and 70s TV sitcom stereotype um, matriarch or patriarchal character, you know, from George Jefferson to, you know, like I said, it's just, you know, James Evans. That's her, you know. And transgender people back then, um, can't think of her name right now, but the only, like, transgender person, and I don't even know if you can call that person a transgender person, because she refers to herself as a transvestite, uh, the 
the I don't even know if she was a cross dresser or what she was in real life or what she was doing, but um, you know, she appeared on All in the Family and had the episode where Archie Bunker gave her CPR because she collapsed or something and she came to thank him and told him that, hey, I'm actually a dude, dude. And Archie Bunker damn near had a heart attack like when uh, Sammy Davis Jr. kissed him. So that was kind of like, <laughs> you know, that was like, back then it was like, whoa. And like everyone else, like, nowadays, I walk up, oh, I'm trans. Oh, look at this bitch trying to be like us. You know, you walk up to another female. That's what they, how they react. You know, and the guy like, oh, you got tits? You got a, you got a pussy, right? Um, you know, but my mom and people like her still stuck in the past. Oh my God, you're defying yourself. You're defiling yourself. You're such a bad person. May God strike you down, you you heathen, may you burn in hell. I'm like, seriously? So that's how my mom is. So she's in her feelings about that and going on and on and on about my little kid and finding every little thing to complain about. And uh, anybody just have their breaking point. I mean, I don't see how anyone can think when you do that to someone. You won't reach your breaking point. And I've reached my breaking point and I lost all sense of reality. But I didn't have like my usual tangents when I'm throwing things and breaking things. I just told her, bitch, fuck you. Go find, go get a life, get over it. This is me. And she keeps telling me, no, this is, this is my son. This is not. <laughs> I'm like, yes, you're right. This is your son. <laughs> this is who your son always should have been. I'm happy. I'm living my life. I'm not even, I wasn't even mad, mad. You know, I'm just kind of pissed off and frustrated over the situation. How the fuck am I still in this situation? How did I do this to myself? How did I let this come to this? You know, and yes, I'm working on it, baby. I'm only a few months away from my surgery. I'm getting closer to, um, you know, getting financially stable again. Um, but there are some snafus coming into the picture that, you know, now since this situation, I got to get out of this house. I wanted to kind of like stay here, kind of help build my credit, get my credit back under control, get a vehicle in there. And now I'm going to have to do all of that ish the hard way now, you know. You know, how I'm going to work seven days out of a week living alone with my child now. It's just, it's going to be difficult. Things things are going to get real. And I don't know what's going to happen. And But I blame myself because I put myself in a situation where I have to depend on someone else's resources and assistance. And you can have your opinion about that. And some people even be like, hey, your mom still loves and cares about you enough to let you live under her roof. But it still doesn't excuse the fact that she has to be rude and, you know, uh, abusive like that. I would never put my children through that. Never. And I tell my little kid all the time because he's with me every day. I would never put you through this. 
you know, I would leave you out on the streets to face the elements <laughs> before I put you in my house to do this to you. You come in my house, you you know, and I'm not going to be like this strict rule master, like, oh, you got to abide by my rules and blah, 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 blah. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you leave the house, just be mindful of, you know, coming back, um, not being in and out of the door at all times of night, but just be making sure that, hey, you realize that this is not your property. You know, don't bring any and everybody to my house. No parties, no get-togethers. You know, yeah, you can smoke weed. Yeah, if you have a girl, one girl, and I like bringing 50 girls over. Okay, maybe one or two. But, you know, I just don't want no. I'm way more accepting and, you know, less stringent or stringent or whatever that word is, I'm, I'm not as strict, far, far from it, from my mom. My mom is a rule master. She's a Nazi. She's a dictator. You know, she's, she's a fascist. You know, she is a totalitarian dictator. I mean, and you're like, well, why the hell are you just sitting there taking it? And I'm just afraid to take a leap of faith in I've, I've done this so many times. I'm just scared. You know, if I step out, what's going to happen? Will I be able to stand on my own two feet again? Will I fall again? And the problem that I had in the past is that my head was so far down in the sand. And I was like full of these visions of grandeur and not looking at the reality of the situation of my life. Not accepting of some things. Um being far, far too optimistic about other things and not really knowing a lot about everything else. And I put myself in this situation and I have a totally different, my mind has a totally different landscape now than it used to. But man, it's like, dude, I'm just so afraid to step out and make, you know, things work on my own. You know, right now, my situation, I can't probably move an apartment. You know, I'm going to have to change schools for my son. And I don't know, more and more I think about that, maybe changes for the best. Maybe maybe we should move on. Maybe we should move to greener pastures, you know. But I don't want to do anything drastic like that, you know. <sighs> um, I just don't know what to do, you know. Um. The kids in my school, everyone knows my kid. Everyone knows. Um, the teachers know him. Um, he has friends at his school. I don't want to really take him away from that. Um, in the immediate area where I live, there are very few apartment complexes. Um, no buses. Um, and there's <laughs> quite a walk to just a corner store like to you know you walk down to the gas station like valero or shell or something to get anything this is a rigid these are the suburbs okay where there's just nothing but homes for blocks and blocks and blocks homes homes and more homes you know you move out here you gotta have your your ish together okay so i'm just kind of like oh my god so um, but yeah, I, I, that happened on Friday, this situation with my mom, and I just went off on her, 
Um, so I was using her car. I had things to do on that particular day. She took the keys. So what ended up happening was that I couldn't use her car. She was being a fucking child over what I told her. Like, go fuck yourself, basically. And she took the key to the car so I can go to work Saturday. I ended up getting three points for missing that day um, because it was a no-call, no-show. Now, as far as that is concerned, that was my fault because I could have at least called. Now, I did call my manager the day before. Y'all wanted my coworkers to come try to pick me up. But on that morning, I um, was like, no, go ahead and go to work because she was already on the way. She had to work earlier than me. Her shift started before mine. I didn't want to come in that early. I wasn't ready. But I didn't call my manager to let them know, hey, I, I, I'm not coming in. And I wouldn't have got, I wouldn't have gotten that many points. So now I'm in a situation where I can lose my job. Um, so, um, and you know, to hear kind of like be like, oh, okay, what they got to do with me? You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's like a, it's like how a child or an immature person would act. And she would, in her 60s, you know what I'm saying? It's, it, I mean, in, don't try to change her ways. It's just she's un, she's unmovable, the immovable object. She's unbendable. She's not going to bend. She's not going to change. The only thing that's going to change is the living situation. I have to make my way to other parts, and that's what I'm going to work on doing. Um, but hopefully this does not get in the way. I got three payments left to get everything um, paid off for my surgery to go through in February. And um, I have my doctor's appointment coming up um, in a few days where I'm going to talk to my doctor about the situation. I haven't paid him for his last appointment, so I hope he doesn't make a big deal about that. Um, But um, I'm (laughs) hopefully going to get him to sign off on some things, and uh, I'm going to give that to the... um, to the office at the surgeon, um, surgeon's office, um, to, to the people there, um, see the surgeon on, um, for my pre-op surgery. I need to get my faha and I need to also get my post-op arrangement set up. But all of this is happening and are converging at the same time. I'm going to have to try to start trying to move out of here. At the same time, it's like, why can't things be easy? Why can't these people make life easy? Like, why does it have to be so hard? Oh, my God. And that's why I'm just so afraid. And what if I mess up? And I got my child now. And I have to do really good and think and focus. And it's just just sucks. And I never have time for leisure, hardly. (laughs) It's like leisure hates me. But hey, look, um, I'm sitting here at my dick, so I've got a few minutes left to go for work. I got some runs to make after work. It's late, and I'm trying to get some smoke on as well. And um, I'm still doing my little, you know, on the cha-ching side, you know, selling my booty, dick, and everything. So I can make a little cha-ching on the side, um... So I'm trying to get it right now. And that's going to probably be just an ongoing thing for for a good little time. And so um, hopefully I can get this body upgrade. Um, I'm thinking more and more that I'm probably going to need some top work. 
Um, but I'll see how much more my um, breast will grow um, in this process here. I'm taking my hormone seal and everything, but we'll see how that works. I'm taking it orally and not the shot. I hear that the shot works better, but I'm just updating you guys on things of right now. They're quote unquote stable enough at the moment. I'm still here in my mom's house. I'm not on the street. Me and my things are not on the side of the road with my kid. And I can use the vehicle again. It's like a big child. It's like she said, you know, basically, you got to remember who is the dictator and I control your life. So I have to fix that. And I have to fix that yesterday. And that's what I'm going to be focusing and working on. But I also want to record a series of shows just specifically, and that's what I was going to try to do. I've just been so busy and tired. I want to do a series of shows specifically focused on the preparation of my surgery and everything leading up to my surgery. I also wanted to do like a YouTube thing as well. Um, I know I don't get views, <laughs> but, um, you know, maybe I'll do something on Twitter since I have a pretty decent following there on Facebook. Well, I don't have a following anywhere, really. I have a pretty decent Instagram following. Maybe I'll just do it on there. So... Well, let me wrap up work here and uh, make my rounds and try to get something to smoke on. And I will, um, you will hear from me soon uh, for my next episode.